fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live, it's the way that we live. And I Hi, I'm Reese. And I'm Carly. And this is To Ellen Back. Back. Woo. We did it. Well, good job. I guess we can go home. (laughs) Yeah. To Ellen Back is an Australia podcast where we recap every single episode of The L Word one by one on a podcast with the talking. An audio medium where you don't get to see our outfits. No, you don't get to see our our hairstyles. But we could describe them. Reese is wearing a blue t-shirt that says Michigan on it and jeans. Carly is wearing a blue and black shirt it's with the buttons and the collars and collars we call these flannels and they are part of gay culture thank you so much and black jeans thank you so much thank you i feel so seen this is like a fashion podcast now (laughs) which is what i've always wanted i mean what i've always wanted is to take that babysitter's club blog that what claudia wore and Mm. then make that into a podcast Mm. i mean that's the babysitter's club podcast would be a dream let's be honest it would be yeah that'll be what we do next and you could get Anna and Martin on it to talk about being a lesbian. A lesbian. And we can finally settle once and for all if Christy was gay. She is. She is. I mean, and I think if we know Christy's gay, then Mallory was definitely gay. Yeah, Mallory was gay and was obsessed with Christy. Yeah. Yeah, know that. yeah obviously. Anyway, um, so here we are. We've made it through the wilderness. We've made it through <sighs> season three. We are at the finale of season three. Sure. Honestly, I feel like we should give ourselves a round of applause. Yeah, I do too. Karen, cue the applause. We are finally out of Ooh. the absolute hellhole of season three's back half. Oh my god! I honestly never thought I'd we'd get this far. No, I didn't think we would. I, I would live. We to made see it to the, the waterfall, and I thought this is it. This, this is, is where we're gonna die. We're but gonna we drown. are still here. We're still going. We're, we're kicking. We're persisting. We, nevertheless, are here. Yes. <laughs> Um, who else to, is here? Who else is here? Um, that's such a, I'm so <laughs> glad you asked, Reese. Um, as per usual, we've been lying to you about how many people are in the kitchen. Uh-huh. We've got a very special guest today. We sure do. Listeners, please give a warm welcome to Kelly Gwynn. Hello. <laughs> Yay. All the way from New York. Man, so many international so many, guests. Yeah, we've yeah, had so international. many. I am international. <laughs> I do consider it another country. Mm-hmm. So tell us, tell us about yourself, Kelly. I am a, an actor and a writer, comedian, multi-hyphenate from oh, all the hyphens. Uh, New York, visiting friends in LA. Oh my God. Uh, you know, a performer at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater and other places in New York. And now I'm here in this kitchen. And what you, a kitchen it is. You may remember Kelly from a viral video. Oh, yeah. Black coffee for Tina, double espresso for Bet, red eye for Shane. Oh, you look bad. Soy latte for Jenny. Passion fruit iced tea for Kit. I used to have a friend named Jenny. Lavender matcha for Sherry Jaffe. An order for Nikki. Skinny vanilla latte. Hold the latte. Yeah, she was murdered. Chai tea for Mac. I guess the police are still looking. A coffee for Gloria Steinem. Got a coffee for Tegan and Sarah. Got a coffee for Snoop Dogg. Ariana Huffington. Melissa Rivers. Cappuccino for Alice. A spicy lemonade for Billy. Kissing, thinking, dreaming. 
hot milk for Tim. I got two coffees, one for Dawn, one for my lover Cindy. Got a large decaf for Tasha. Chamomile tea for Carmen. Got an espresso for Joyce Wishnia, played by Jane Lynch. Earl Grey for Phyllis. Hot chocolate for Jody. It's not clear. Oh, good one. That I believe was a, yeah. your audition tape? Or, yes. Okay. I um, recorded a an unsolicited audition tape to be a barista on the L Word, which was roundly ignored by Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> but not ignored by the gay internet. Yeah. It truly was my introduction to the gay internet. In a, a, it's a, such been such a beautiful community to come gay into. Gay Twitter really embraced embraced you and your barista character. They really did. I was a big, big fan. It was so beautiful. It was my two world, my gay world and my comedy world really rallied hard around that. Again, Beautiful. to no effect, but yes, uh, well, yeah, so fun. And now, basically, like hot milk for Tim is is it, like is a is a joke. You could say it in any context; everyone yeah. will know what you're talking about. I say it all the time. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That really brings me a lot of joy. I have been told that I should make merch, and I do feel like that is taking a bit too far. Um, <laughs> like hot milk for not, Tim hats. Uh, yeah, it's not off the table. You can sell hot milk. I could just stand just on the corner and sell hot, hot milk, milk and just sort of hope. <laughs> If people understand what I'm that I'm referencing could, a video of my own from a year ago that got 1000 retweets, which in the grand scheme of things is basically nothing. <laughs> uh, I love to nag myself, but yeah, it was a very fun thing to do. Uh, I did ultimately get an audition, I don't oh. know if that, but it was for a role that fortune fiendster later booked. So. Oh, yeah. clear that it wasn't really gonna like, ever happen fortune who had three lines of dialogue the whole yeah season. right and that's not, you weren't going for th three whole lines really no. you were going for more of a I like a one. few sentence fragments yeah. yeah i wanted some i wanted fragments yeah you know there was a big uproar with between our our group of friends yeah. and, and this, i think the podcast community yeah this specific podcast community. not just all podcasts. Every um, podcaster in the world was really yeah, actually really yeah, mad. The daily, in, in the, this American Life. Was it the second to, last, second to last episode when uh -huh. there was a barista there in that was. coffee shop scene and it, it sure wasn't was. you? I I screamed at my television. That was actually really hard to watch. <laughs> I'm, first of all, I'm so sorry to bring that up. No, it's, are you it's, okay? I am, um, no, I'm fine. Okay. I'm actually fine now. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know because I hadn't, I was a little bit behind and then my friend Lily tagged me in a tweet on Instagram from the person who booked the role and the tweet announcing that she had been cast was, I guess if you tweet enough about being gay, they make you a barista on the L word. Mm. And I was like, that actually is not true at all. And I actually know because I've been doing it for so fucking long. And, and I, I, but she seems lovely. I think she's an LA comedian and interesting. Oh, you know, happy that an actual queer person booked Put that barista part, role. You know, you should do a video together where you're like jostling to give the drinks, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh my God. I love yeah. that. The important thing I think is never to let it die. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, like, never. Ne <laughs> I'm going to do everything I can to keep this going for as <laughs> yeah. long as possible. God bless yeah. Love an ongoing bit. You know, I love to just take a bit. I love a bit, first of all. <laughs> yeah. And then I love to take a bit yeah. and I love to just slam it into the ground. I know. Until from there's <laughs> yeah. There's sadly none of that. Actually, you know what? There is a the, there's, I, a, there's, there's one a reference. Way. And we'll, there's and a we'll, reference. I'll get it. We'll Don't be worry. It. Great. So, what's your L word origin story, Kelly? I was struggling to remember. I think that I mean I was definitely still in the closet when I started watching it. It I think had just gone off the air. I discovered it in like 2009. I was in a long term relationship with a woman, and we were entirely in the closet the whole time that we were in the relationship for three years. Um, so I started watching it and that was sort of my background. I had graduated from college and was living with my parents in Virginia. And, um, 
frantically consuming episodes of the L word while I was like applying for jobs and helping them with chores and stuff at home because they were like, you, you can't just be here. And I was like, well, I don't want to just be here. And I was watching a lot of the L word and I was doing it on Netflix via their DVD service, but my parents didn't know I was gay. So I was running down to get the oh mail when the mail came like every day, just sprint. I was like, I got it. Uh, yeah, hiding the DVDs. And then when I was like, that is too risky. I can't be doing that anymore. Then I would go to Blockbuster and sort of wander around the aisles. Like I was just perusing, didn't yeah. know exactly what I wanted to pick up. And then I would always I know get this a box well. set of, yeah. you know, and bring it home. So yeah, I watched, um, it started, I think, with YouTube videos I was watching. And then I was like, maybe I should just watch the actual show instead of just sex montages. <laughs> um, and now we're here. Do you have any favorite characters? You are once again sitting between two Jenny apologists. Woo! I okay. think that Mia Kirshner brings a lot to that role. She sure does. Emmy for Mia. Mm-hmm. Emmy, Emmy for, for Mia. Mia. Uh, I mean, I you know, I love them all in their own ways. Mm-hmm. I think for a while when I was younger, I, I identified with Bet a lot, which is troubling to me now. <laughs> um, but I sort of have a temper and I love to give an angry speech, oh, you know, my God. and send, yes. you know, an impassioned email. That's yeah. something I got oh. from my mom that I think I really relate to. That's Whenever Bet pops off, I'm like, yeah, I've, d- I've done that. Awesome. And it was, it, it's rarely warranted. <laughs> well, that's, that's the best part of Bet. Yeah. yeah. And of course I love Alice. Yeah. You know, who everyone, doesn't, everyone who doesn't love yeah. Alice? Fan fave. Speaking of Alice. Should we get into the episode? Yeah. So this week we will be talking about episode 312. Once again, that is the season three finale. Yay! Mm-hmm. It's called Left Hand of the Goddess. Why do you I think, think it should called be called that? Left Hand of the Goddess. <laughs> but we'll get Ooh. to that. What's up? <laughs> uh, written and directed by Eileen Chaikin. Originally aired March 26, 2006. Wow. Left Hand of the Goddess might be in reference to a Tamora Pierce book <gasps> because I Googled the episode name and there's a similar, you remember her? She wrote the like Alana books. For, yeah, yeah. She's, I've never read any of her stuff, but whenever we've written anything about her on Autostraddle, it's people have gone bananas yes, for it. Very, uh, yeah, she was big when I was a kid and, um, just like a fantasy novel. Yeah. And they were very like, they felt very queer. Yeah. Very like, I'm going to look it up right now. An empowered young woman. I feel like she was a knight. I don't know. But yeah, I, th- I think this episode title might be a nod to that series. Should okay. we get into this? Yeah, let's do it. So we open in Alice's house and it seems as though Alice has taken like Dana's pictures and stuff from her house and put them in her own house. Oh, I didn't. I, I just thought she had the framed photos of Dana because she was. Yeah. Oh. I mean, she did have that shrine previously. I'm right. sure she didn't That's get true. rid of it. She had reorganized the shrine. Yeah. yeah maybe now she's like, these, these are framers. In memoriam. Yeah. That's what's helpful, actually, about having a shrine to a former love. <laughs> in so case they convert pass it away. In yeah, the event of their passing. All you have to do is buy a couple frames and a couple tea lights. And yeah. now you have a beautiful <laughs> in memoriam in your own home. Yeah. Lara shows yeah. up. Oh, wait, first Alice takes some of Dana's pills. But what are the pills? I, I paused it. I tried. I was like, computer, enhance. Yeah. And they they framed it. They, they like turned the label so you could not see what was written on it. So Lara shows up and it seems as though they've sort of established a sex routine. Yes. There's no talking. <laughs> no words are needed here. Yeah, nope. They like, simply oh, put sex- on the spoken word playlist. Oh, my God. The song. <laughs> my sex has arrived is pretty much the way that. Uh, Alice greets Lara, yeah. I think. Um, and there's this song playing. I'm guessing this is Betty. Sounds like Betty. She swung her ample ass. 
<laughs> Left to right. <laughs> really memorable. What a song. And the thing they repeat over and over again in the song is smooth, smooth move, move, which is the name of a laxative. Of a laxative. <laughs> <laughs> a laxative tea. Um, so, oh, so, so we have smooth move, which is a laxative tea. We have swinging mm-hmm. your ass from left to right. I think we know what's going on. I think here. we all know what's going on here. And it's pretty kinky <laughs> it is. For, for them. And so Alice and Lara start hooking up and Alice wants Lara to hurt her because she wants to feel something mm-hmm. and she wants Lara to make her bleed. This is when we really established that Lara is like very vanilla because mm-hmm. yeah. she's like, what? Like, what? Scratch like, your no. back. I don't want to hurt you. And I was like, oh, Lara, go away. <laughs> God bless her. How do you guys feel about uh, Alice and Lara? I don't hate this as a plot point, but I don't root for them. Yeah, it's I'm just kind of mm, about it. It actually doesn't strike me as the kind of like actual queer woman reaction to a death of a close friend, but maybe I'm mm. f- fucked mm. up. <laughs> Am I fucked up? Cause I don't want to <laughs> fuck my dead best friend's lover. Is that, <laughs> that is, that's is that so fucked up? up that's me? really fucked up. I know. Get I'm out of here. Problem. I'm canceled. <laughs> I, for some reason like this whole, I, I mean, not like they should date or something. But I feel like it's like it's weird and it's a direction I wouldn't expect the L word to take. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, I, they love unexpected directions. <laughs> but I, it seems very emotionally complicated, which is often something the L word avoids. True. Right. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them for it's, trying. And then we go to six weeks later. Yes. Yeah. Some helpful text on the screen. Thanks, us text. No, it's because otherwise, as we know, and as you've discussed, oh there is no such thing as time. Yeah. Um. Incredible that they said it was six weeks later because they've never once never informed once. us of the t- passage of time. So um, it actually would have been really helpful uh, before now to absolutely. know. Absolutely, I still have questions. <laughs> so they mean six weeks after the first scene, or six six weeks since the last episode. I think it was six weeks since that scene. Yeah. Well, so Laura and Alice long. have been boning for a minute. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I actually had not put that together. Yeah. That they've been like. Doing her her whole months. back is probably just looks like she got attacked by <laughs> it probably, a porcupine. It probably looks like the chart. <laughs> yeah, probably looks like shred. She's finally they finally bring the tattoo of the chart on the back back around. Yes! Oh my god, that would have been great if at the end, like Alice took off her shirt and you could see that that whole time Lara was sketching out the chart oh on her back in ink. I don't want to be <laughs> controversial, but what a deep cut <laughs> th- uh, to Earthlings to Earthlings, the uh-huh. original pilot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So everyone's at the planet talking about how Shane's probably not going to go through with the wedding. The, mm-hmm. My favorite part about this episode is all the new groups of friends that are hanging out together. Mm-hmm. What happened in those six weeks that now everyone's friends with everyone in a way that makes no sense? Well, yeah. their best friend died, and that brought them all together. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. I do believe you know what? that a little I'll, bit. I'll, I would. I'll, I'll yeah. Yeah. Their wedding planning for Charmin, Helena. Says all I can say is she'd better go through with it because oh, yeah, I really go I've put 15 it. rooms at the Fairmont Chateau Whistler. <laughs> Helena has spent at this point several million dollars <laughs> putting this wedding together for her uh-huh. friends. Yeah, well, she doesn't have a documentary film to fund anymore, so now right. she has to fund this wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, this is the money from Dylan's settlement that she ripped up. Yeah, oh, true. it, it was 250,000, yeah. right? Yeah, was the check that she, ripped yeah, up. Shane is meeting her dad tomorrow. Mm-hmm. In in my favorite moment, my first scene of the episode's <laughs> exposition, literally the line is, "Oh my God, you guys didn't know." <laughs> she is meeting her father tomorrow. Oh my God, you guys like, didn't know the B fifty twos are playing the planet. Oh, oh my God, God, you guys didn't know Alan Cummings on the show now. Yeah, I wish he was playing the planet. Oh my yeah. God, you guys didn't know. I know. She, I wish Gabriel McCutcheon is playing the planet tomorrow. 
I believe that Gabriel McCutcheon yeah. is like a like uh, he, a blues he's like a James singer. James Blake style singer, <laughs> you know. And there's Amazing. like some subtle flirting between Alice and Lara, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and then but it's clear that no one knows there's they're right. boning because Shane isn't there to because Shane isn't there and Shane's the only, Shane's one, the only one that observes. can tell who's fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it seems for a second like Bet might know because she asked Alice if she's okay. Mm-hmm. And Alice says she is, and then they hug, which is sweet. Yeah. She just pulls her into a patented <laughs> Bat Porter. Bat Porter just, just yeah. hug. Come, come here, bring it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, very, she's I a good hugger. Bat yeah. Porter caring about people. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, they mentioned that Alice wrote a piece about wax <laughs> and, <laughs> and Gabriel's wife saw it, and that's somehow how Shane got connected to her father yeah okay right sure sure good for you alice it's good to know alice has been employed she's still at some point in this in this season yeah we find out later that she still has a radio show which actually threw oh, me for a i real wonder bit. what the headline of her piece was though like la's new skateboard shop also has, has a chair yeah. <laughs> haircuts tattoos vests you can gig in skateboards what's we've got skateboarding and haircutting have to do with each other find out at wax <laughs> West Hollywood's newest club is wax. <laughs> and then we go to the bridal dress store set. So I guess Carmen has no friends. Is that what yeah. we're to believe? Because I don't believe that for a second. Right. right. Carmen is trying on wedding dresses She's with Jenny. only friends with white people. With, yeah. And Bet. And Bet. With Jenny, Alice, Helena, and Bet. Mm-hmm. This is the weirdest group to hang out together and look for wedding dresses it for Carmen. It is weird. I love a group scene on the show, obviously. And I love a scene where there's heavy handed explanation of the queer experience. And we get both here Mm -hmm. in a big way. Yeah. We're talking weddings. We're talking. Oh, my favorite line is when Carmen's like, what should I do? Should I go like bridal femme? Should I totally like try and push it up in some way or in some way? some way. You're at the wedding dress shop. Like there are no butch. If you wanted to butch it up, (laughs) take your car out of park. (laughs) Go elsewhere. Get out of here. girlfriend go hit up the wild fang yeah Yeah, it seems as though the decision has already been made that she will be a bridal femme Mm -hmm. you know she's in the shop you know and carmen's like am i really trying to marry the most unattainable person on the face of this planet and carmen's so good looking that i feel like uh, of course you are yeah yeah that was if anyone's gonna believe my exact thought in that moment was (laughs) you're too attractive to say things like that yeah and then, um, oh yeah, then we cut. Oh, I, I wrote, we cut to Shane's raggedy ass smoking <laughs> at a bus stop. Mm-hmm. And her yes. dad comes up and touches her on the elbow before cool. saying hello, which yeah. as we all know, women love to experience. He's also smoking a cigarette. Yeah. They're the same. They're the same, actually. Could you tell? <laughs> We're going to get a lot of hints that there's sort of actually... There's a lot of parallels Mm -hmm. here. So they go into the diner, right? And Shane is being very surly. Mm -hmm. She's not talking. She's come all the way there just to be surly. Look into a cup of coffee angrily. (laughs) Yeah, she holds the cup of coffee like she has just come in from like a trek up Mount Mm -hmm. Everest and back. (laughs) She probably walked all the way to the (laughs) diner. And he's like, so you're a hairdresser at a skateboard shop. I'm going to need more information about that. And it's like, yeah, we... We all would like more information Yeah. What is it zoned for? Yeah, I don't know. And he said, and then he's like, I didn't really want to meet you, but my wife made me meet you. Mm-hmm. And then Shane does something. That's what every kid wants to hear from their dad. And that he he almost left. And then 
uh, Shane was like, kind of like you left when I was little, right? Yeah. Zing. Ooh. Ah. That would have been a good moment. Shane one. <laughs> Shane one. Gabriel zero. Yeah, is this a top off? <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> a woman and her dad. It's a fuck boy off, I think. Yeah. Fuck boy off. And then... Oh, Alice is doing Cat's Cradle at the dress shop. Another, another theme back. in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Yeah. Then yeah, we, I love the use of the word theme there. <laughs> the, Cat's theme of Cat's Cat's the theme of Cat's Cradle. <laughs> yeah, you know, like this song, your dad, you're, you're a kid and your dad's never around. And then sure, you're you grow an adult up and, and you are just you like the dad. Mm-hmm. And that's why Alice and is doing the Cat's theme. Cradle. Whoa. That's how it all oh comes Around. There was a period of time where I, I was really into doing Cat's Cradle. I was just doing it all the time. I think it's good for anxiety. It's like a fidget spinner. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that tracks. Okay. Are you anxious? Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Then, uh, so they're talking about what did Jenny wear at her wedding? Um, <laughs> we yeah. all know what Jenny yeah. wore at we her do. wedding. Well, I wore a beautiful pair of black Converse. Great <laughs> pair of ripped tights with dirt on them. And then I wore a jean skirt. And then I wore this beautiful, old, ripped, stained pink sweatshirt. Oh, awesome. Don't forget your trash bag. Yeah. That was Iconic. The an iconic look. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, that's perfect. It's yeah. perfect. And then you just remember, you remember little raggedy Jenny, dirty and the plan and asking yeah. Marina for a bath, you know? And yeah. it's like, <laughs> what, it was a so far time. we've traveled. I yeah. sure have. Yeah. Uh, and then they talk about whether or not they like grew up dreaming of mm-hmm. weddings. Yeah. Having a wedding. I think this was actually, I feel like a, like a fun yeah, like yeah. conversation scene mm-hmm. for like a queer show in 2006. I yeah, yeah. This was like, I do like this, this. felt very of the time. Yeah. And I mean, it would still be of the time. Yeah, I feel now. like we could talk about it right now. There's a really great line where Bet says she and Tina never got married because Tina didn't want to cleave to the heterosexual paradigm. And Alice says, well, now it's cleaving all over her. <laughs> Which is so that was good. such a great exchange. And then Carmen's like, oh, Tina, come back. And Beth's like, fuck that. They can have her. Because bisexuality does not exist right. in this room where Alice, a bisexual person, is also with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, then they have Jenny also trying to wedding dress. They want Beth to try <laughs> oh, yeah. a wedding Things get all, like, things go. Like, where are the employees of yeah, the store? Where is this a little woman? crazy? I was, like, I was thinking about the movie Bridesmaids. And I was like, yeah. where is Jessica St. Clair to like yeah. be like the uppity saleswoman right. and make sure that no one yeah. is... Shits in a sink or whatever. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> like they can't all try on wedding... You can't all come in and try on wedding dresses. That's right. how this works. Can um, we go back to the diner? We sure mm-hmm. do. Her, and they talk about how they're they're both really into slouching. So that's genetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her posture is genetic. <laughs> um, dad, dad is a truck driver. Was a truck driver? Is a truck driver? For a beverage distributor. For a beverage distributor. And... Apparently, when Shane was a little kiddo, he would lurk outside her school <laughs> and watch her play on the playground. Cool. And noted cool, cool, cool. that young Shane looked angry. Yeah. <laughs> well, that tracks. <laughs> and you can imagine little baby Shane looking so angry, you know, oh, yeah. especially yeah. if like she was in foster care and they were making her wear clothes she didn't want to wear. Right. Like you can tell she was just like stomping all over that playground like yeah. fuck the, fuck everybody yeah. and then her dad and she's like why i didn't know you were there and he's like well i was high and i was always having sex or like trying to get laid and get high all the time or whatever near school near yeah, yeah. so i didn't have time to like actually talk Say to, hi you. to you yeah and then his friend od'd and he got clean right yeah maybe yeah I, and they, they bo- bond for a moment on this, how hard it is to lose a close friend it is oh yeah oh yeah great and this actor is Eric Roberts. Eric right? Roberts, yes. He's like been in stuff. Yeah, he's very he's very well known. He's uh, mm. Julia Roberts' brother. 
What? I'm sorry. Did neither of you know that? No. They don't look alike at all. They kind of do. I guess I see it. Just sort of the broadly handsome face. I see that. But So um, he invites Shane to come to dinner at his house to meet his son, Shane. Shane. He almost named his son Shane. Shane. Because that's the only name he knows. Mm-hmm. He just he wanted a it. do-over. He loves the name so much. Mm-hmm. What If he had another child, what would he name them? Shoe. <laughs> it has to start with an S-H. <laughs> this is my son, Shoe. I'm sorry, did you say Shoe? <laughs> my son, Shoe. So that sounds like it'll be fun. Yeah, looking forward to that scene. Mm. Then we're back at the planet. We sure are. With one of my favorite characters. <laughs> That exists in any television show ever. Oh, yeah. Joyce Wishnia. Joyce Wishnia. I love the way she eats, you know? I love like the way she, she does everything. Yeah. Attacks it. Yeah. <laughs> attacks everything. Yeah. All right. So Joyce is basically telling Bet not to make a scene at the wedding. And to be civil. Because she doesn't want anything to happen that will mess them up in court if and she's getting. definitely not mention the soul custody thing. Mm. Right. Which is the really bad idea you may remember Bet yes. had last episode that makes literally no sense. It's a terrible yeah. idea. It continues to be a terrible idea. Yeah. For sure. And we'll see. What are the results of having a terrible idea? We'll see we'll in this episode. Out. We'll Bet find says, out in this episode. Uh, that she thinks she's going to take the Dean job. <laughs> and Joyce is delighted oh because gosh. she says, And it can't hurt when it comes to pulling in chicks. Excuse me? Lots of pretty young art students. You'll be like a kid in the candy store. Got a choice. Bet says, that's unethical. We'll put a pin in that. Yeah, we yeah. sure will. We'll put no a spoiler right here, in but... that. Um, anyway, so that's gross. Oh, yeah. Everything about that. But it's so gross. Joyce, you know. It's Joyce is so a person Joyce. who routinely tries to fuck her clients. <laughs> yeah. Her pregnant clients that she's letting stay in her guest shed. <laughs> Iconic. I, she's perfect to me. And, and no notes on Joyce Wish. Yeah. No, she's uh, she's the best. Yeah. Then Kit comes up to them and says, I'm so sorry, counselor. He <laughs> walks up and like, may I approach the bench? May I approach the bench, counselor? <laughs> and she needs to talk to Bet. She has set up a little, a little sort of like, you know, when you go into a bathroom, there's a bathroom attendant because there's all the perfume and there's yes, soap, and there's paper yes. towels, there's Q-tips. This is just like that. This is just like that, except instead of all those things, it's just use pregnancy. <laughs> 11 use. I paused and counted because the scene was so insane. She's like, bet I'm pregnant. She hands her one stick. Yeah. We're supposed to believe that bet doesn't see 10 <laughs> other pregnancy sticks on the counter and they're at boxes. Right. She has counter. not she did recycled. Not away, no. Recycle any of the boxes. Right. Yeah. She's like, bet I'm pregnant. Bet's like, no way. And then Kit gestures <laughs> to the other 11 pregnancy tests. And Look at goes, the counter. <laughs> I hope in the period of time that it took Kit to leave the bathroom, go over to the table and come back that at least four people went to the bathroom, saw the pregnancy test, reported her to the health, what? The the health department. <laughs> your piss sticks are on the counter in there your restaurant. <laughs> soaked sticks. I love the show so much. <laughs> The art department here had a fun time, and I love that for them. 
this, oh I, and this next scene, this is what I started to remember. This, this episode is completely bananas and I love it. This, I really I love, love this episode. I actually, this episode. like, I think it's really bad. Like yes. it's a bad episode of television, oh, yeah. but, but it's coming so out of, wacky. Yeah. It's, it's zany. Yeah. It's, it's a zany. zany episode. Yes. It's, this is the bridge between like the, the pit of despair that mm-hmm. we've been in the last several yes. weeks. And, and then the cluster like, fuck of season and then four. The, like, season four is coming in hot. Yeah. Because we're at Max's boss's house. Uh-huh. And oh, yeah. Fancy the, line, dinner time. the line that leads us in <laughs> to this casual work conversation is that quantum photon chip is going to blow everything else out of the water. And so we are to understand, oh, we're back with the boys. <laughs> Look, the boys can't oh help themselves God. from being the boys. They're they the can't. boys and they love that tech stuff. They can't get enough. They want to talk about megabytes really bad. Yeah, and talk about dinner, <laughs> chips. But Jenny's got some bites of her own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the wives tries to commiserate with Jenny, and then Jenny just like explodes the yeah. whole conversation. She's spelling which, out like, the word it, "fuck" with her vegetables. Yeah. yeah. First of all, that visual is uh, perfect. perfect. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then she, she, she starts doing it, and then they're they're like, "Oh, Jenny, are you okay?" Yeah. <laughs> the the wife there, because she's like, yeah, "I'm a straight woman." <laughs> she's like, "I I get so bored during dinner, you know, dinner with the tech bros too." Um, I just start thinking about my pedicure. I would like just a pause. Okay, so like, I am a person who always has a pedicure. Oh, like I'm very first of, first of all, congrats. I never yeah, think about it. Must be nice. There's nothing to think about, right? Just what what would you be it. thinking about? Sometimes yeah. I think about, I wish I had a pet or like I should go get a pedicure. Mm-hmm. I've thought that thought before. That's mm-hmm. the only pedicure. Yeah. And how, but I've that thought t- took what? Passing. Two seconds. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had it in a dinner. I feel like they were like, what's a straight woman thing? A pedicure. Nails. Mm-hmm. So who knows what's happening with her? Maybe she has like weird toes or mm-hmm. something. I think she <laughs> might be a Cylon. <laughs> She's a Cylon. Mm-hmm. I think mean, that's what's up. And... Jenny says that what she was thinking about was this short story she's writing. About how when I was 12, I used to masturbate like 20 times a day. And I'm not sure whether I should make it like fiction or like a New Yorker style essay piece. I don't know. My notes here in all caps are, I love you, Jenny. I love you. You're perfect to me. And Max is like... Never change. What... The fuck? Max's face is perfect. Also, there moment. are 70,000 glasses on their table. <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> There's water in wine glasses, wine in wine glasses. It seems like everybody has like several of all of all mm-hmm. of these. Great. Good for them. Uh, Jenny's hair is Look, a choice. people have a lot of glasses. They do. So then we're at Gabe's house. We're at Gabe's house. Mm-hmm. And there's Shay. We meet Shay for the first Hi, time. Shay. Um, Shay seems like a nice young man. Uh, an idiot. <laughs> I love it in TV shows when someone talks about how people who are related to each other look like each other mm-hmm. because they never do. No, because it's impossible because it's to imp- cast that unless way. you actually cast yeah. people who With are the exception related. of next season we will meet Phyllis and Molly who are actually related. And exactly. I do. Oh, oh, fuck. They really should have had Julia Roberts play Shane, and then it would have been more believable. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. You know? If Julia Roberts, the actor's <laughs> sister played his daughter. Yeah. Regardless, they miscast Shane. Sure. So he has, Gabe has very strong genes, says Carla. She also uh, notes that Shane has her own line of hair products now. Good for Shane. Really Called, branching out. Of course. Shane for wax. Shane for wax. Just a quiet one. That time. Yeah. That was a quiet. It was quiet. Because we're not at wax, but. Exactly. But we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, she asks if Shane is dating anyone, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting married next week. And <laughs> dubs. Uh, they ask, who's the lucky guy? And she's like, well, her name is Carmen. She's a DJ. And then... Then the, the best thing that's ever happened. Her step- stepmom, mom, I guess, says... Well, see, I told you. I looked at your picture, and I said, I bet she's gay. <laughs> I'm like, good job, straight woman. Congratulations. As I was watching it, not knowing that that was the line that was coming next, I was like, yeah, duh. God, fucking duh, guys. You haven't looked at her before? This does strike me as the kind of reaction that a straight person with no gay friends has to fill the space <laughs> after somebody has revealed that they're queer. Oh, like yeah. oh, yeah. You know what? That makes sense. I knew you it. Are, yep. You are I gay. It. I knew that. And I well, love it, good. actually. I have nothing against gay people at all. Nothing against them I was just right. at the store yesterday. The guy yeah. that rang me up, uh, he was a gay. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then His they get into like, a fun conversation. Yeah. So they, invi- oh, they uh, Carla invites herself to the wedding. Correct. Mm-hmm. And it's Gabe also. Mm-hmm. But Gabe keeps giving Carm sorry, Gabe keeps giving Shane a look like a we're you're getting married. Like, really? come, yeah. come on. Come on. Look. <laughs> and Shane is getting along quite well with Shay. And Shane's like, actually, you're all invited. You're definitely invited. I would love to have you there. Yeah. I'm like, you just met you know what? It's not for me to say. Good for her. Sure. Great. Happy for you. Open buddy. your heart. Then we go to KCRW because apparently Alice is still employed. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? What is I the can't. music here? I wrote crazy music. It sounds like she sort of sounds like she's doing like spoken word at a women's music festival. Mm-hmm. Like whatever the music is and whatever she's saying. And she's talking about sort of waxing poetic about marriage, marriage as a construct rights. and <laughs> forming connections, yeah, human if, connections. If, if, you know, those religious crusaders wa- don't want us to be married so bad, but why? Because, you know, it builds moral fiber. It's something sure. we should all be allowed to do. Ma- mainly this is a, they want to play this over the mountains as we transition to then Canada for the beautiful, yeah, beautiful how stock do we, footage How do we Canada? even begin to talk about the mountain montage? <laughs> There's a hundred <laughs> minutes of... B-roll. Snow-capped peaks. Mm-hmm. Just really screams ski trip. It really screams Canada. It you really screams we paid $120 for each second of footage from a website. I think they website. really thrived here because they were like, we are finally allowed to be in Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. Not not Josh Becker's Canada. Not Josh not, Becker's not, Canada. Not British Columbia. Not my, Welcome hashtag to British. not my Canada. Not my Canada. <laughs> Whistler is a very popular gay mm-hmm. I didn't know. location. And they have a like gay ski week every year. How cute. Which is just to say, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that wh- tourism Whistler was working on this with them. Oh, they had to have done this. It's a little too mm-hmm. Whistler about it. And so we're, we don't know where we are. We have Alice's voiceover mountains, mountain roads, da, da, da. And then coming on a mountain road, we see a limousine Hummer. Mm-hmm. Yes. A stre- yeah, because stretch. this is a, a Helena Peabody production. And guess who's there with them? It's Peggy it's Peabody. Peggy Peabody. Oh. I don't know why Peggy, Peggy was Peabody, included Peggy in this, Peabody. but it no makes idea. me too happy. I'm yeah. so excited yes. she's here. I love her. I love her so much. Life of the party. So yeah. Alice's boots are bad. And then... <laughs> I don't even this know. This is a fashion boots. podcast, so we do have to note that her boots are bad. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if it's her boots or if there's something weird on the end of her pants. I didn't catch it, uh, but I'm well. sure it was bad. Then we go inside the ski resort and we hear a very chatty family. And then we see it's, it's Carmen's, Carmen's entire, entire family. family in matching, matching ski jackets. jackets. And Peggy goes to Alice 
they're all dressed in the same clothes. <laughs> and Alice is like, she didn't think they were coming though. But like Peggy being so horrified by, by a matching situation. Oh. And you they, can tell Peggy doesn't go to a lot of theme parks. No, she doesn't. Because and they have this whole speaking of theme parks, they have this big map of Whistler. Mm-hmm. You know, they're looking at like they're gonna be finding hidden treasure. <laughs> and her mom is so excited. And Peggy is a little bit to find out that Helena, of course, is paying for all of this, including getting all of them there. Probably also for the coats. Probably the coats. Oh, I'm sure the coats were involved. Yeah. Because why would they have coats like that if they live in LA, you know? Yeah, no one just owns a ski jacket unless right. they're going skiing. Now they have new coats and they got a free trip to Whistler. They're fine with her being gay. They're, yeah, it yeah. actually took very little. Um, yeah. Which I yeah. wish I had known when I was coming out to my family that I could have just Something taken them like to Whistler. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and coats. And the coats. And the coats. <laughs> Those coats are probably a good 250 300 bucks each. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They looked really warm. They did look really warm. Well cute. done costume mm-hmm. costume department. Everybody's ski clothes in this whole episode were great. Actually. Yeah. Did um, you like Carmen's little abbreviated puffy jacket uh-huh, in this? Yeah, that like a crop top situation. So funny. <laughs> I was That's like, her just butching it up a little. Yeah. She's butching it up in some way. <laughs> <laughs> Crop jacket, crop parka. Uh, then we're slope side. I think I, the, this is one of my favorite scenes scene. in the entire this is so series. Good. Uh, oh, so first of all, so the book Jenny is reading. Oh, please tell us. Is Veronica by Mary Gateskill, the writer she keeps being compared to, which mm-hmm. makes me feel insane because Mary Gateskill is my actual favorite writer. And Jenny, even though I love Jenny, is not quite at her level. But this is authentic because she's reading it in hardcover and it did come out in like the, I want to say the fall of 2005. Oh, okay. Wow. So it would have been in hardcover. It would have been in hardcover. Still? That's nice attention to detail. I love that. It sure is. Um, Art department killing it this week. Mm-hmm. Max. <laughs> Max goes snowboarding. He's out of here. Yeah. Jenny is reading a book outside while it's snowing, which mm-hmm. is the most Jenny thing that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. And she's not the only one reading a book outside. She sure snowing. isn't. <laughs> there is a woman, a, a French woman. Do we ever get her Do name in this episode? Name? I don't Claude. Call. Claude. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Claude, uh, since you speak French and have been to Paris, would you mm-hmm. like to, to read? Uh, I made the mistake of telling <laughs> them that I saw Portrait of a Lady on Fire in, <laughs> in France in November and uh, well, I'm getting ridden like a little pony over it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll translate her French accent. So, um, oh yeah, Max slides up on his board and is like, Hey baby, you coming up? And, and Jenny's like, no, I don't want to. And then the French woman turns and, you know, puts her head up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you don't want to, sk- I don't remember what her opening line is, but they start talking. Yeah. They're chatting. Uh, and then they have this conversation. Well, first trans. she says, she says, I don't do any leisure activities that require me to use more than one piece of equipment. Except six. Yes. <laughs> and then they have an argument about what is sex. Right. Because Jenny says sex is not a leisure activity. Yeah. And, and then she's, she's like, what, what is it? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a revelation. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's scary. Sometimes it's tepid. So what we learn here is that Jenny knows a lot of adjectives. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then and a Claude, few nouns. And a few nouns. Mm-hmm. And then Claude asks um, Jenny what it's like to have sex with her friend because Claude has never been with a transsexual. Mm-hmm. Is what she says. Uh, and great. Great conversation. Mm-hmm. 
Jenny's like, that's kind of personal. She says she only asks personal questions. Because, of course, that's what she says. Because mm-hmm. she's writing a silly little article for a silly little magazine about gay travel destinations. No, the name of the magazine is Gay Travel Destinations Magazine, mm. I think is what she says. That's a long... And if that isn't what she says, that's what I've decided the name No, of the that is what is. she says. You're right. Gay, yeah. gay Travel Destinations Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I love a magazine that just tells you what it's about. Yeah. She think, but she, she thinks every, every place should be... Yeah, gay, I have a, a lot of comments about this. Yeah, go for it. Um, okay. It's not about labels because she talks about she hates labels. Yeah. And it's not about labeling places, gay travel destinations. It's about people's Where can I feel safety? Safe? <laughs> yeah. Where will I not get jumped? Yeah. And uh, she's like a like very femme, pretty French lady. So yeah, she can go wherever the fuck she wants. Of course she can, yeah. She doesn't have these problems. So um, Claude... If you're listening, if you're listening <laughs> in France, bonjour, <laughs> and uh, check your privs. Yeah. Short for privilege. I'm busy. Yeah. We're too busy to complete the word. Yeah. But don't worry. They do fuck immediately. Immedi- like smash cut to them in bed. Was the sushi on the bed? It was on the on plates the on the floor. floor, but it wasn't plates. I just want to know what happened that took them from books in the snow. Uh-huh. To the, I mean, it's also them. unclear to me where Jenny and Max's relationship is yeah. right now, where that was okay without checking. Because he, throughout this episode, he has no issues with Claude's presence at all. Well, he kind of does. It seems like maybe, but he's not going to say anything mm-hmm. about it. But he was like hooking up with Billy multiple times. Right, but that was the, established as bad. Right. Mm-hmm. And the cheating. Anyway, they're having sex and they're talking about August Wilson's oove. Oh, <laughs> God. And this was smoking, so obnoxious. They're smoking cigarettes in each other's mm-hmm. eyeballs. They were like, what can we do to make this French? Yeah. yeah. They'll speak we'll in speak French. We'll speak a tiny bit of French. We'll speak bit. several words uh-huh. of French and then they drip champagne on each other's nipples. <laughs> and that will read as very French. It will. <laughs> Jenny says she doesn't want to be labeled as a gay writer. And then they, when they hook up, honestly, it's, it's kind of hot. Sure. I wrote, they're both very attractive people. Yeah, they're both attractive I wrote, people. They are just insufferable and also kind of hot. Yeah. That's it, how it, I would describe the situation. And you know, one thing that I thought was kind of interesting and cute was that she asked like, why didn't you want to be labeled as a gay writer? And mm-hmm. Jenny's like, cause you said you didn't like labels, which I thought was like a really cute, honest moment of like, cause I can relate to that of like completely pretending like you have a different personality than when you have just right. to please the person you're with in that <laughs> yeah. moment. So you like, met an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. And then if you keep dating, you're like, actually, that was right. I, yeah. don't, dubs. I don't really like camping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Jenny's cheating on Max with Claude mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Yes. In the afternoon. And then it's night in a smoking hotel room, which in like, what? What's going on in Canada? I just can't believe they were really blowing smoke like right in each other's eyeballs. Yeah. So tacky. (laughs) Then we cut. Now it's nighttime. Yeah. And this is a cruel. This is a cruel cut. We have Uh women naked sucking each other's Uh nipples. Then we go right to a Tina in a sled. (laughs) Tina Tina in a sled. Kill me. (laughs) And Tina's first line is like, thank you, Buster the horse. Sure. That's my safe word. <laughs> the whole phrase. Yeah, thank you, Buster uh, the Horse. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Buster, Buster the Horse. horse. <laughs> Red. Um, so it's Bet and Tina and Angie. They took a sleigh ride. They're getting off the sleigh. And a sleigh ride, yeah. Yeah. And Bet um makes a dig about how she like wouldn't know about Angie's first steps. And it's as if she was not privy to them because of something with Henry, but actually it's because she was on her dumb retreat. So mm-hmm. bet that oh, was that really, while she was on her retreat. That yeah, that's what t- Tina says. 
Oh. Tina's like, actually, you were on your silent retreat and I called you. Yeah. I've been like, actually, Angie learned how to walk so that she could walk away from Henry. So, <laughs> so you better you thank go. me for that. Yeah. Then, uh, oh boy, a lot of sighing. <sighs> oh, so they, so basically the way that this scene, is, the point of this scene is that Bet and Tina are getting along. Right. They're getting along. They're spending time with Angie. It's nice. Um, it was established in the beginning of the episode that Henry is coming to the wedding. Yes. Which feels inappropriate, but whatever. Um, but he's not going to be there the whole time. He's getting there at a later time. So he's not there yet. Yeah. I think if you leave your partner of eight years, um, who you're co-parenting with for mm-hmm. someone else, I don't know. I don't know if it's, yeah, I don't think it's appropriate to bring him to Why would you wedding. bring him to this like gay wedding in Canada? Like he doesn't know any of the people there. Mm-mm. He's Probably is Helena paying for him to be there? I mean, I guess Tina probably, probably got a plus one, but then I guess Angie is Bet's plus one. Yeah, I can is... imagine if I'm Tina, I'm like, oh, I'm a little bit alienated from my friend group right now. Maybe mm. I want this person here to be a, just like a person I can talk to. Yeah. Mm. If I, I were and, Helena, I would have been like, by the way, Henry is paying for his own dinner. Yeah. Oh, for sure. She's like, I'm only paying for one cis white straight man, and that was Angus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not straight. Right? Yeah, I think he's bisexual. So anyone straight does not get paid for by Helena. Mm-hmm. This next scene is, I know I've said this about several scenes already, but this scene is unhinged. Crazy. <laughs> it's good. It's deeply wild. unhinged. <laughs> uh, what is the, oh, this is Shane's bachelor party. It's uh-huh. Shane's bachelor We're party. Titling it's this. everyone except Carmen, uh-huh. including Peggy. Yes. And Peg, there is suddenly sexual tension between Peggy and Helena. Helena. <laughs> Okay, thank you for saying that. There's a moment where Helena tells to her mother that she'll bury her head in her ample bosom if she gets too emotional. Uh Uh-huh. Peggy, they also happened. Peggy's like, where is Carmen? And they say that she's not there because it's Shane's party. And Peggy's like, oh, I had no idea you were such role-playing lesbians. Okay, okay. You know what? I, I'm with Peggy. It's like, it feels very traditional. Just it like, feels yeah. weird because where's Carmen's party? There are themes of this throughout, Carmen right? Carmen is just like, hanging oh, out with family. How do we do this? Do we mm-hmm. adhere to tradition? Yeah. Do we not? There's that thing with Max. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, yeah. Do we want to do this like straight people do? Or do we want to do it differently? I think the mm-hmm. fun thing about being queer is that you can do whatever you want. Yeah, oh, you sure yeah. can. And there's very few expectations, but uh, that's just me. And that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. Um, and Max and Jenny are clashing yeah. on this point throughout the episode. Throughout the episode. Where yeah, Max sure. is like, oh, I think it's nice that they're being traditional and doing a thing where you don't see Jenny's the bride like, till the day horrible. of the wedding. And Jenny's like, I think it's regressive. Uh, sh- yeah. Max is wearing um, a shirt that at says, first I was like, <laughs> what is happening? And then I remembered this clothing brand. I remember this as well. It says outlaw across his uh-huh. shoulders on the front of the shirt. Yeah. It's a button-up dress shirt. It's a button-up dress shirt that they printed words on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was the thing, it's and I think it started sort of on the old com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like skater brand stuff. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It was a, it this was was a thing. queer brand, I think. That I remember. Tracks. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Um, I, I remember this moment mm. in fashion. I do, too. Rest so in peace. This one, Kit tells Angus she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And he says he'll either like help her get it aborted or help her raise it. Either way, yeah. he's there. His reaction is sweet. Yeah. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. And then they all toast to Shane. And Alice and Jenny have like some prepared remarks. They've, mm-hmm. they've written out that and they do a whole toast. Everyone has a smoky eye, which I love. Yes. Yeah, Alice jokes about how Jenny's hair grew out really fast, which is a nod, which is breaking, which is meta. Wait, which is what is that? Yeah, it's, it's a breaking meta, the fourth wall. It's uh, a yeah, breaking, breaking the fourth, fourth wall, wall meta comment. <laughs> once, she, once she started talking about the haircut, I seriously was like sitting there like watching it, and I was like, 
wait, how is her hair? Also, she has like, I just had sex hair, which is so yeah. funny. Yeah. I, uh, she looks oh, yeah. amazing. Jenny yeah. looks great. Again, yeah. smoky eye looks great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hair. Um, her hair is like huge. And in the moment where they're talking about the haircut, I'm like, wait, her hair is really long. Yeah. And then they made a joke about it. I yep. thought that was fun. The the gist of the toast is that uh, Shane is a very loyal mm-hmm. friend mm-hmm. and that she taught the whole group that rough edges are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Is it like a haircutting thing? Yeah, it is. It's like you do a choppy, like if you do a choppy cut where that's different like layers. Right. Yeah, that's it's also beautiful. known as rough edges. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you look beautiful. beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, like the song Beautiful mm-hmm. by Christina Aguilera. Well, yes. yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they didn't have the budget to um, use that in the episode, but you no, could but they tell wanted it was to. the subtext of the yeah. It was, absolutely to. was, yeah. And then they're like, hey, are you guys going to have kids? Shane says that she thinks she does want kids. That's so Interesting. Interesting. Wow, we're gonna put a pin in that for several years, <laughs> for like a decade. We're gonna put a pin. Yeah, we're gonna put a pin in that for like, fourteen years. Yeah. Max says that Carmen would look really pretty pregnant, and I in- immediately Earth. was like, I bet Helena would agree. Um, but then was it Jenny? That's yeah. like, why would you think Shane wouldn't be the one to get pregnant? And Shane's like, I'm definitely not. <laughs> Shane gives one of her sort of trademark, um, you know, wise speeches about how actually seeing Bette and Tina together and the love that they have for one another that's manifested in their daughter is a really like beautiful, more precious way for their love to have lasted. It's very special. And everybody's like, special moment. okay, Shane. <laughs> uh, Alice is like, nice to meet you. I'm yeah. Alice. That was funny. I like that. I um, like when they shit on each other. Yeah. There's a yeah. moment in, in Shane's speech where they cut to Angelica and she pulls her <laughs> pacifier out of her mouth and it is the... They clearly added in like a pop sound effect and it is so loud. It is unbelievable. Go rewatch that if you didn't catch it the first time. It's insane. I love her taking it out though. Like someone taking off their earrings before a fight. You know, she's like, oh, we're talking about child rearing, are we? I have some notes. Got to get this out. Let's get down to it. And then an unforgivable, um, irreprehensible, terrible, terrible thing for all of society, for for these people, for us. For lesbians, for fashion, for music, for joy, for sadness. Everything. The whole world ends in one moment. (laughs) And that moment is when we find out that Carmen's gift to Shane is a live performance of a song by Goddess and She, who are white rappers. Yes. As far as we can tell. As far as we can tell. I looked them up and I'm not sure. Okay. White, White presenting... Yes. In in Ed Hardy, I think you're doing right. yes, yes. very funny. Yes. Uh, one of them's wearing a camo jacket. Mm-hmm. Right. I have a camo jacket. It, Carly Carly was in this scene. Brag. Okay. <laughs> um, I am she or goddess. The song is called Lick It. Uh-huh. And, it and it's about as subtle as that throughout. Yep. Good evening, class. Shane looks legitimately horrified at the start of this, which mm-hmm. is the correct reaction. And then everybody's like laughing gas fills the room. Uh, and <laughs> the this is a sort of in. montage of the song playing while they're all just sort of like <laughs> slow motion swaying. 
Peggy Peabody having the time of her life. Yeah, Peggy Peabody is like dancing to Whitney Houston over there. They, you can tell that obviously that whole thing was recorded without the music playing. So like they're all just like act like you're having the best time. Right. They're maniacally having a good time. At one point, and they're entertained. Start filing in from outside. They're in like a restaurant, like a private dining room Uh in a restaurant. Suddenly there is there's lights set up that are like blinking to the music, and then all these Canadian extras file in. Uh-huh. Who are these people? The song includes tips. Um, there's tips like you have to find her clit is one of the tips. Great tip. I think something about moving your head around. Um, Honestly, I blacked out throughout all of this. Mm-hmm. It's So in addition to the fact that this song is bad and stupid mm-hmm. and that everything about this scene is demented, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get your future wife a lesson in how to give cunnilingus? Mm-hmm. Also, Shane's whole reputation in she has given the fictional world of the show. A Lafario yeah, like, with excellent sex I skill. would be like, yeah. fuck you. If like, you don't think I'm, I'm eating so you out right, then like, let's talk about it privately. Don't right. hire some rappers. You called me out like this <laughs> at my own bachelor party. Yeah. That's so rude. So this marriage, I already knew was on the rocks in mm-hmm. that moment. But everybody looks like they're about to have an orgasm. Everyone's this having is, the greatest time. Um, this is the worst song I'm going to say it. I think it's the worst song of the season. And that is a bold claim because this season has been filled with terrible music. Sure. It's also been filled with awesome music. Yeah, and yeah. awesome music. Yeah. Um, Highs and lows. Yeah. Yeah. Peaks and valleys. Um, I remember when I was working at Logo mm-hmm. a million years ago. And I was uh, at one point in charge of like gay music video things. Um, I remember Goddess and She from that yeah. time period. Oh, um, nice. So, yeah. So I, don't worry. Were, the show didn't around. invent them. They're real. Yeah, they're real. Yeah. They're, they're very real. They are. I don't Do know they, what they're they doing still around? now. Probably. I hope. I hmm, I don't know. I hope they're not. If they're white, I hope they're done rapping. <laughs> That's yeah. what I would say. But I had like lick it. You got to lick it right stuck in my head for far too long. Yeah. And now like, I recently when you watch this. Uh, or back when you. First no. Did. When I first watched it. Oh, okay. But also, I mean, when I watched it two days ago, but also when I first watched this song in this scene i also thought it was horrifying and could not same look at the screen as mm-hmm. it was happening this would be bad enough if it was just a performance at the planet which oh, this yeah. is the level of artists that should be performing at the at planet, planet. Exactly. not the b-52s and slater whatever um so even if this was just a scene the weekly everyone's at the show at the planet scene mm-hmm. it would still be horrifying Cringy. but the context of carmen had the idea did helena pay to fly them to Whistler? Oh, I bet. Absolutely. Assuming, you, assuming that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, they flew Goddess and she to Canada. Got room 13. They, they, they brought them out to do a special performance at Shane's bachelor party. Mm-hmm. And then invited extras from other parts of the restaurant, I suppose, to come in and mm-hmm. enjoy. I would have just gone for someone coming by and been like, hospitaliano. You know? <laughs> and then a stripper. Yeah, like you should get a stripper. You shouldn't get... I can't. This is unforgivable. The beginning of the end. Yeah. And honestly, re-watching this episode and realizing that this was Carmen's doing. Right. I think she deserved what she got. I'm just kidding. She did not deserve <laughs> what, what she got. was coming but to like, her. Oh my God, this is un- unforgivable. Carmen, and also as a DJ, Carmen would know that this is bad, right? Yeah. I hope so. What if she's a terrible DJ? And the only reason she's been hired is like we've been because saying, she's, she's the really, only DJ in West Hollywood. Yeah. She's, and she's very attractive. Yeah. Oh, she's really hot, right. but she also has the She DJs one. in wearing underwear. So mm-hmm. that's part of it. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Russell Simmons endorsed mm-hmm. <laughs> Carmen S- de la Pica Morales. So after that complete shit show, 
<laughs> during again there's sexual tension between helena and peggy in this scene as well uh-huh. yeah so a confusing. lot of like shoulder rubbing yeah yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Um, then, then from there we go to <laughs> the hallway upstairs. <laughs> we go back to Buster the horse. Uh, yeah, Buster the horse, my safe word. <laughs> That's what gets us out of the performance. Yeah. Oh my God. Where Ben and Tina are like saying goodnight. And Bet says it felt good that they're together and they're getting along. Mm-hmm. And, and Tina, Tina, yeah, Tina's like, I really just want us. What to I like, want for us. This is what I want. I want us to be able to be a family and be able to get along. And like, I don't know, maybe like take vacations someday. Tina's already like married to Henry in her yeah. mind, I think, which is wild. Yeah, because they've been together. I went, I was like, when the fuck did they meet that they're already that serious? Seven weeks ago? Yeah. Truly, yeah, episode right? eight, I think. And she, we're in 12. It's been a handful of months at most. Yeah. She went on a date with Henry. Um, She was just starting to date Henry when Dana died. That was her like second date with Henry. Yes. Was when Dana died. Yes. The funeral would have been within three days of Dana's death. And this is six weeks after that. So yeah, seven, seven, eight seven weeks. or eight yeah. weeks. Yeah. Okay. She barely even knows him. He hasn't even cut his toenails in front of her yet. <laughs> <laughs> so they have like a really deep, a deep, deep hug. Mm-hmm. And then Beck calls Joyce to tell her to hold off sending the letter to Tina's yeah. lawyer, at which point, you know, she's definitely she's going to send the letter sure to Tina's send, lawyer. Yeah, she leaves yeah. a voicemail. Mm-hmm. She does right. not speak directly to Joyce. Joyce, no doubt, is very busy um, having an inappropriate sexual relationship <laughs> with somebody <laughs> one of her clients. with one of her clients. Also in the hotel hallway, which is, you know, very busy this evening. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on in this hallway. Yeah, real traffic jam. <laughs> Look, we Whistler Fairmont. Look, we didn't have the budget to actually go inside of any of these rooms. We would have had to exactly. dress the rooms, light the rooms. It's all the same room. So We're going to do it all in the hallway. Everything's <laughs> happening in the hallway. So much happens in the hallway of this hotel uh-huh. that should not happen in a hallway, yeah. but we'll get to that. Alice comes knock, knocking on Lara's door, ready to get a little in out. <laughs> ready to get oh, a little spritz Oh, this is where I did that. <laughs> So uh, she goes to Lara's room and Lara seems happy to see her and they kiss. They kiss in the hallway. Yeah, this is weird. They have this whole thing in the hallway. This whole conversation's in the hallway. I'm telling you. Which if you're trying to keep this on the DL, it's not how you act. The hotel was bought out by Helena. All (laughs) your friends are everywhere. Helena owns the hotel now. Yeah. You were in constant risk of being in. Yeah, this is like in Bojack Horseman when he like just buys the restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, but Lara would like to talk. She wants to talk about their feelings. Alice doesn't want to talk. Nope. So she'd rather, if I have to talk in order to earn this sexual encounter. No, thank you. No, thank you. Literally go turns home around and, make and out. leaves. Yeah. She pieces out. Or I mean, go home and masturbate. <clears throat> then, then we... Later in the hallway. <laughs> I think this is a different floor. Mm-hmm. The lighting is different. Shane is really wants to get, get it, get it with Carmen. Shane is outside Carmen's door. And we know she's horny because she says, I loved my present, <laughs> which is an obvious lie. <laughs> She says, I want to show you what I learned. Yeah. <laughs> Shane. Ugh. Then my favorite, one of my favorite moments of the episode, <sighs> Shane's dad. I would say more than a moment. Yes. It's a long lingering. <laughs> Shane and Carmen are making out and getting into heavy petting against the door of Carmen's room. Uh-huh. Also, Carmen inexplicably is dressed in a men's dress shirt as uh-huh. if she just woke up the morning after sex with a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in any movie. And probably Lara and Bet are in the back of the ho- of that room <laughs> yeah. waiting for the scene to be over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they're like, are we wrapped? Yeah. Like, no, wait until they're done filming. <laughs> need a coffee. Gabe and Carla come up, watch them make out. And when for Carla indicates she might want to let them know they're they're there, Gabriel goes, shh. <laughs> A lot of family who wants to fuck each other energy yeah. in this episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Shane, it, it is revealed by Carla that uh, her dad also stays up till 2 a.m., which Shane and Shane does too. So they're, they're, they're the same. They're the same. They're, the, they're same. the same. Her dad says, I hope that's Carmen also, which is so gross. It's great a dad joke, I think. <laughs> Well, it's, if, if your dad is that guy, it's a dad joke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> also, when he says he stays up till 2 a.m., I'm like, yeah, I think he goes out maybe and comes <laughs> home at 2 a.m. And I think we know what's going on there. Yeah. And then he's like, let's go get a drink to, to Shane. And then they like hold hands down the hallway holding hands. Yeah. I wish they turn around and be like in The Shining. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe there were no homages to The Shining in all these hallway hotel scenes. Yeah. Um, then some like <laughs> I, I, I've, been, I've been waiting for your commentary on this. I mean, it's some like roll. sick rock and roll <laughs> B roll of skiing. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just like <laughs> skiing, skiing. <laughs> Look at us skiing. <laughs> and Shane and Bet and Helena are gonna go skiing mm-hmm. because Bet and Helena are best friends. Gabe is not gonna go skiing. No, and he is acting real weird. He sure is. Yeah. And Helen's like, if there's anything at all that you guys need. Basically, you need black market drugs. You need a new house. Literally you need a anything. Car, anything you need. We're just let me know. Documentary finance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> please come to me. Yeah. Please come to me. Inappropriate lawsuit. This sort of thing is my, you know, it's my gift to Shane. And Peggy, is Peggy there? Not no. this oh, okay. moment. No. So then we. But Peggy, get- Peggy has overheard people, including Helena, talking about Helena financing all of this and right. has made some interesting faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's some zip lining. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is like several hours of people ziplining yeah. B-roll. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, then we see that Alice is watching the ziplining. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's another woman there and they're dressed very similarly. Mm-hmm. And her name is Marilyn. Marilyn. You may remember Marilyn from the first episode of season three at the Consciousness Racing Group when Marilyn in her lavender cardigan was sitting on the couch talking about her boyfriend Chet got so frazzled uh-huh. by the vaginal situations the happening to get with up. the women that she had to get up, go, go to the, the kitchen, kitchen where she was followed by, by Terry, Terry <laughs> a yeah. butch lesbian yeah. uh, of the era. Of, of mm. the time. Yeah. Yes. Who, Who was ready to pounce. Ready to pounce. Ready to She's show ready. her uh, what a real orgasm feels like mm-hmm. because Chet is so clumsy. He's clumsy. He doesn't have a hand mirror. That was the last we saw of Marilyn, but now here she is. Here she is. Grown up. And, and she's in Canada. Grown she's up. a marriage commissioner. Marriage commissioner. Mm-hmm. That is a phrase I've never heard before. Nope. And the no. way she delivers that line too. This I don't know if I love this <laughs> this actress in here. But, but Marilyn will be performing the ceremony. Yeah, mm-hmm. she will be. There's a really great moment where Alice, apropos of nothing, is like, see those People down there, those are my friends. Mm-hmm. And Marilyn's like, oh, those two boys? Mm-hmm. And then Alice, Ugh. great job, Alice. <laughs> She's like, kind of. And you're like, oh, what is happening? And just, ugh. It's Shane I, I love, and Max. Yeah, this is the first time Shane and Max have ever spoken to each other. I mm-hmm. thought Ma- like Shane definitely hated Max. Also, how do either of them know how to snowboard? I don't know, but it looked anything. real. It, it looked did. like they both were really. It, there doing was a it. moment there where they looked like they liked each other and knew how to snowboard. Yeah, incredible. You know the, what? They're you, actors. You, they're like actors. You, don't know, you don't know things about people, and then you do. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's so true to life. Right? You know, the show is just like life. So we get a little bit more info about Marilyn here. So if we see that Alice first. She like processes her Dana feel has mm-hmm. processed her Dana feelings with Marilyn. So Marilyn um, says that she was married in 1973, went to a consciousness racing group in Palo Alto future home of Facebook. And then she met Terry who was so free in her sexual power. And then in 1974, she made love to an heiress who was so beautiful and so arrogant 
but broke her heart. And then she didn't come out for another 15 years. years. Mm-hmm. So that's Marilyn. In a nutshell. Yeah. My name's Marilyn. I've only had sex with two women. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what she says to everyone she meets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name's They're Marilyn. like, ma'am, this is an argument. One of my marriage third. commissioner, and I've had sex with two women. Any questions? I'm 56 yeah. years young. Yeah. <laughs> she would say that. She would yeah. love that. 56 years young is a Marilyn. <laughs> then we're in the lobby with Tina and Henry. Guess who's here? It's Henry. Ugh, I'm so Henry. glad Henry made the trip you know, all the way to Whistler. Henry does not want <sighs> Tina to let Bet legally adopt Angie. Mm-hmm. Henry sucks. Henry does suck. He is yeah, Henry like, sucks in a cartoon villain way where I'm like, we could have done this a little more subtly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we already get that he he's sucks. He's twirling his yeah. curly Q mustache. He's like, but if you grant her the adoption rights to the baby, then she'll be in your life forever. Yeah. And he's like, what if one day we get married and we want to start a family? What if I want to adopt Angie, I can't. And I'm like, you fucking moron. This is, if you, if they were straight people, this would not be even an option to discuss. You right. fucking idiot. Right. Yeah. Which is what, basically what Tina says. Yes. Yeah. In a Good rare moment of rooting for yeah. Tina. Yeah. She really does She's push like, back on she, him. She definitely has like a, what is wrong with you? Look on her face. But also a like a timeout for him talking about getting married and adopting her uh-huh. child seven weeks into their relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, he pronounces irrevocable incorrectly. Every man on the show is so gay. You know? Yeah, that's really true. They all date like <laughs> queer women. Like, we should marry now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, let's get married now. Let's move in together. I want your children, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'll drive you to the abortion. She's like, go hang out with Angus, okay? Yeah. yeah. So they're laying it on pretty thick with this adoption thing. And Tina's really like, no, Beth has a right to this child, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then... And then guess what? Hot <laughs> off the press, which I think literally the hotel employee says, hot, hot, hot off, off the press. <laughs> I, what is it, a fax? Yeah. It's a fax. <laughs> yeah. And it's the letter. It's, it's the, the letter, letter from Joyce Wishnia, which is stationary that Tina knows well. Oh, she, oh, sure, does. she sure does. And she so she's reading it well. and being triggered in a number of ways. Yeah. And <laughs> and she says, oh. and her face really says it all here. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. Then we smash cut to best friends forever, Bet and Helena on a ski lift. Uh-huh. Because they are best friends. They and sure are. Joyce calls Bet because she has service in on the ski lift. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-oh, guess who didn't get that voicemail until... Uh, this is ridiculous. Guess who doesn't check their voicemail? A lawyer doesn't check her messages? I, I mean, would be like, you owe me all the money I paid you. Like, mm-hmm. you are f- You're the a bad worst lawyer. lawyer. Yeah. The worst lawyer. Also, what Unless lawyer doesn't she's have an assistant or like a right, to person call the hotel that you would have like, called? Hey, don't deliver she that. She would definitely have an assistant who she was sleeping with. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and so that true. person would have known what was going on because that was her job. Yeah. yeah. But probably Bet made the mistake of not calling the assistant. She called Joyce's like personal mm-hmm. cell phone, which is God knows where. She right. should have called someone who was in LA to go and like cut off Joyce's fax machine. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, the whole cast is in it. Canada. Yeah, uh, that's true. Like who is left? Nobody we know. Billy's not there anymore. Maybe he still lives in LA. Yeah, who's, who's, running, who's running the planet? That's right, because he died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As we saw when he <laughs> waved in front of that car. And then oh, yeah, that's true. He is. Yeah. He died. Uh, so <clears throat> Bet finds out that the letter has been delivered and she screams Scream. into the hills. <laughs> <laughs> screams, shit, A classic Bet freak out. And then screams, <laughs> and I love the it. way that Jennifer Beals delivers yes. a swear word. Ugh. <laughs> I do too. I love that she was as trapped as she could have been. She was mm-hmm. on a ski lift mm-hmm. when she got this news. I mean, huh, bet 
<laughs> You're in trouble, buddy. Yeah. She's like, how? What's the fastest way off the mountain? Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're like trying to analyze which which course they should take down based on yeah, how fast Beck can go do damage control. Things. Yeah. Helena's like, do you do moguls? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm a mogul. I thought it would be funny if Beck had been like, all right, there's no place off but down, and yeah. just squeeze, <laughs> yeah. squeeze down the chairlift. Totally was thinking she was just. And just boom. <laughs> And then shoot skis, out the bottom. straight down. Skis right down. Skis right down. Tina's name ringing through the house. I Girls are alive with sound. Tina. Tina. I remember uh, I was at skiing once and this person, like, I guess they couldn't control themselves and they went all the way down the mountain, but they kept going and they plowed right into like <laughs> oh, the shit. fence that was between like the area and like the, you know, where people eat and stuff. Oh, and I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that a lot. <laughs> yeah. About that I've, person crashing through the I've fence. I've never skied in my entire life. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, so then we're back at Alice in Maryland. Mm-hmm. We're clipping in to do. We're going to do this zip line. The zip line we've seen. But I have done a zip line. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Alice says she's going to face the abyss. Mm. And Marilyn says that just because she's 56, it doesn't mean her life is over. And it's like, well, yeah, of course, Marilyn. Does she not know about how you can live past the age of 56? I mean, go for her. She's going to marry someone else. She's going to stop marrying other people and find someone to marry her. Oh, it's poetic. It's so poetic. And Mm -hmm. Alice is going to stop self-medicating with sex and drugs. And also, we'll talk to Lara. Yeah. About feelings. My question here is still, what drugs? Tell us. <laughs> the dr- Just tell, tell us. us. Just, just tell us. Just one drug. Tell any, us. Yeah, yeah, give us any name of a drug. I bet it's like aspirin, and that's why she doesn't want to tell us. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. stop self-medicating with aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> I should just deal with my pain holistically. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop self-medicating with Zyrtec and yeah. just really face my fears. I'm just going to go straight CBD oil yeah. from now on. In this moment, she became an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> Season four, Alice goes on. Or Alice's radio show is all about anti-vax mm-hmm. nonsense. Oh, so then all of a sudden it's night, <laughs> right? Because they do the yeah. thing. They're like, "Wee!" They do the thing, and then we cut to the bar, a bar where Shane walks in and sees her dad with kept- a blonde woman who's not her stepmom. She's no. also quite young looking. Yes, she is. Also, in my notes, I kept forgetting his name and just wrote him as Father Shane. Father Shane. <laughs> Father Time, Father Shane. Uh, so, is yes. it Shane's like, what's, who's this? Yeah. And and he doesn't He's know her like, name. I don't what's know. Your what's your name, your name sweetheart? Yeah. <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs> Fucking patronizing ass. And then Shane is very disappointed. Yeah, she blocks the way so he can't leave. He's like, look, this is just who I am. Okay, don't even worry about it. Sorry, not sorry. Hashtag he says, I know you know what I'm talking about. Ominous. Very. Uh, again, bananas. <laughs> I hate this whole storyline so much. I can't I believe that we met. Yeah, we just met this guy like 20 minutes ago. And he's and completely upending the entire yes, trajectory. And, we, and we're allowing life. that. Yeah. yeah. And that's just fine. And it's also, I think that like this dynamic, at least until we get to this point, was actually kind of interesting because yeah. it is an interesting dynamic. Like I've known people who have been in the situation when your parents completely reject you or like you don't know your dad and then you finally meet him and like you kind of revert to yeah like you want to please him so much that you'll do anything you know what I mean like and I don't know I don't like the direction no I I don't like this at all I know I think it would have been nice and surprising if he had actually not been a piece of shit but right yeah um and then suddenly it's time for the wedding sure is yeah 
Um, first, we just see Jenny coming into the wedding with, with her French with, friend, with Claude, Claude, and then Max is kind Max. of Max is just seems confused, mm-hmm. like he, but only mildly confused. Yeah, like, he's kind of just like going along. He goes him. to sit with them, and then I guess maybe they take only two seats, <laughs> and so he's like, oh, okay. And he, he just sort of <laughs> they they cut to the back of the room at one point, and you see that the wedding is just each. Row, there's like a big aisle up the middle uh-huh. and then every row is just two very large seats <laughs> and there's only like six rows yeah there's like 24 seats it realistically here's who would have been invited russell simmons <laughs> everyone at def jam everyone that's from probably jam. a few the hundred people uh, yeah. chase from wax chase from wax should her be partner, there yeah her business partner chase yeah. mm-hmm. her vest designer her vest designer um carmen i think sherry jaffe should have been invited sherry jaffe should have been invited <laughs> I think also unpopular opinion. Shane's <laughs> no, friend, Shane's friend Clive. Oh, Clive! Remember him? Yeah. Clive's still in LA. He could have helped with the Joyce Wish. Yeah, yeah. Fact, you know Henry. Um, Henry was is invited. He is there. Oh, but a different Henry. Yeah, there's another Henry. There was an earlier Henry. I think Who at this that? point we're starting to see Helena's budget fray, <laughs> and so we can only afford these twelve seats. <laughs> They're like very large cushions. Yeah, they chairs. are. They sure are. I know. I like that setup for a wedding. I, I thought, thought it was, was pretty. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. But they also looked very much like patio chairs that were just repurposed for the wedding. Mm-hmm. The move of going on vacation for someone's going to a destination wedding and picking up a date on the vacation when you came there with a date. Iconic. Yeah. <laughs> no, everything she Unstoppable does. Unstoppable Jenny Shepard. Yeah. So the theme here is kind of like, you know, when they would do this like Christmas Barbies special edition uh-huh. this is like if there was a white a white theme very that's much kind of, you know mm-hmm. it's a winter wonderland oh beautiful it's, it's a winter a, wonderland that's beautiful <laughs> we have yeah jenny and the french woman stroll in max is third wheeling them next shot <gasps> marilyn sort of you know getting ready to commission Shutting the marriage yeah <laughs> she just want to do mm-hmm. <laughs> peggy peabody walking up to her i think we know one another Oh, Peggy. The heiress is revealed. <laughs> it's fucking Peggy Peabody. 1974, it they say. 1974. And of course, it's a throwback to when we first met Peggy Peabody. And she said to Beth that she was a lesbian once in 1974. I do love that this oh, came I back. do too. Me too. Ugh. Honestly, this is the best thing of the whole season. Do besides the strap on the sex whole, by the pool. The whole chart. <laughs> yeah, with this. Do we know anything else about, this is a tangent, but about <laughs> Holland Taylor's journey with dating? Like, do we think... That she was dating women at this point in her life when That's she a, took this role? I think so. Yeah. Great question. Okay. Because I feel like there's a lot of people in the L word who were tapped for the show because of... Who were in the same like lesbian social groups. Yeah. Interesting. In okay. LA. Um, but there's never... Cause I, I remember think of Holland Taylor as a New York person though. Because mm, of theater? Mm. Yeah. Hmm. I think what we really need to see is Gen Q season two... Maybe Helena doesn't come back, but Peggy, Peggy sure comes back. I honestly believe there's she a, has a new girlfriend played world. by Sarah Paulson. Exactly. <gasps> Can you well, fucking Ma- imagine? Well, Marcia's also loves Sarah Paulson, like wanted her to be on the show. I'm sure Who that doesn't love yet. Sarah Paulson. That's yeah. not like an interesting trait about anybody. <laughs> Everyone loves Sarah Paulson. She's one of the most likable people no, on the planet. That's true. That's true. Um, then Bette shows up. So we are to believe that this oh, whole boy. day has gone by mm-hmm. where Bette has called Tina multiple times. Tina has ignored her. And somehow they have not crossed paths despite staying in the exact same hotel where everyone's having conversations in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Also, their rooms are across the hall from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why she wouldn't be knocking at the door. I don't know why she wouldn't be going down to the front desk and saying, hey, I forgot the key to my room and giving Tina's yeah, room duh. number and getting Hold another key. You know? Yeah. That's a very 
convincing person. Cunning woman. She's yeah. a cunning woman. But it, it, we do it so that we have this confrontation now. At the, at the, the Barbie the wedding. pre-wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where Tina, Henry is very aggressively mm-hmm. anti and once again, Tina's like, okay, sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Which again, good for you, Tina. Yeah. And Bet's like, hey girl, what's up? Listen, um, there was like a big mix up with the facts. <laughs> and she's like, you can go fuck off. So that's going to be, because now Tina's not on board for the adoption anymore. She's like, mm-hmm. we're done. You can't adopt Angie. And Bet says, and this is some foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. She says, don't do this. I'm warning you. What could she be warning her about? We don't know yet. Because then Jennifer Beals looks into the camera and winks. <laughs> Once again, breaking the fourth wall in this episode. This episode really just took a lot of mm-hmm. Yep. Next season on House of Cards. <laughs> and then I think Bette Porter as like the House of Cards narrator type yes. talking to the camera makes perfect sense. Actually, It does. I would love to see that. I also would love to see Robin Wright on Gen, Gen Q as um, mm-hmm. anyone. Including yeah. herself. So seems like they're starting. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. this is weird. So the, the wedding, the wedding starting. starts with like it feels like they're all still mulling about. Like, is everyone even seated? Like I mean, there's what? only five people there. That's yeah. So Carmen's mother walks her down the aisle. How why are they starting they're with the bride without first. confirming yeah. that like, Shane is everything present? Everything about oh. this is crazy. Also, if they're going this like traditional wedding route, Shane would be standing with yeah. Marilyn. Yeah. So Alice comes in to interrupt things. Alice looks terrible. Her outfit is terrible. Yeah. I just, what happened to her? It's like she wanted to butch it up a little bit. On top of a button down (laughs) shirt. It's a very, yeah, high school English teacher. It's bad. It's very bad. Also, while we're talking about outfits, everyone seems to be dressed for like a variety of seasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's some people dressed for like the deepest of winter. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. The coldest of cold. Uh, there's particularly some people, Carmen's mother who yes, is wearing a, a hat. full Russian hat. <laughs> yes. yeah. Then there's some people who are dressed for like a balmy day. Yeah. Like a little chilly, but like maybe the sun came out. Mm-hmm. What, what is going on? It was it's going to be like, a heated pavilion situation. Right, yeah. Of course. Are yeah. they yeah. Out, see the heat outside? outside? They're outside. It's outside, but there's heat lamps and it's tented. It does Just remind me thing. a little bit of the It's a Small World ride at Disney. Okay. Oh, yes. We're getting different cultural interpretations yeah. of how to dress for cold <laughs> yeah. in this scene. Look, no yeah. one's left Los Angeles Because there is a part show. where you go in and it's mostly like the white the white countries, I guess, in on multiple levels. But it's like, you know, Norway and like and like Greenland and the, yeah, like, areas. Yeah, like Nordic. the Antarctic. Cold weather. Cold mm-hmm. weather. Snow. So... Uh, Alice says to Carmen, she says she doesn't expect you to forgive her, but it's just the way she is. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Alice runs up, grabs Carmen and, and starts to tell her what's going on. And then Marilyn just interrupts and announces that she has spoken with Shane right. and that Shane isn't coming. I forgot it's so that it weird. was phrased that way. It, this is a whole scene. This is wild. Yeah, did she call Marilyn? She probably sent Marilyn a text. And Marilyn was like, what? She probably called, left a message for Marilyn earlier. Marilyn, Marilyn got a fax from Joyce Wishnia. Yeah, <laughs> did not know and hadn't heard it till that moment. So she could have stopped all of this sooner. She's what I Sh- Shane called out of the wedding seven hours seven ago. Seven hours ago. She didn't She's get the been fax. Gone. She's was been, she- yeah. <laughs> Maybe Marilyn meant to say it sooner, but she was distracted by Peggy Peabody. Yeah. You know what I mean? She yeah. got all wrapped she up in the She didn't seem concerned about how the wedding was she not didn't. about to happen. Yeah. She was, she was preparing she for was her role preparing. as commissioner. She's like, I just got a text. <laughs> From, uh, so Carmen's crying. 
This is just the worst. Alice delivers this news. You know, it's a everybody's hugging Carmen. We're crying. You it's, know, we're feeling yeah, very just sad. upsetting. Yeah. And then Carmen's mom in the next scene is like, do you want to go home or do you want to? Oh, you want to go find her? She's like, do you want to try, go try to talk to your former fiance about what is happening right now? And she's like, I know what happened. She's like, I know what happened. I just want to go home and be with my family. By which she means I want to get off of this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What she means is she wants to be on another I wanna, television yeah. show. Yeah. I have a different job that I have to get to. Did she go right from this to person of interest? No, there was something. No, there, right? I think it was. Remember that? Some other crime procedural? Yeah, I don't remember it now. I mean, we could easily look it up. but I don't Yeah, but she went to something else. But she was that specifically like she had to be written off the show because she had gotten a new job? Or Good was question. this just like, time's up. I'm done. Who knows? I think she got a new job. I think so too. She must have gotten a new job because people loved her and yeah. people loved them. And she seems to love, like she seems like one of the people who's still friends. Yeah, with the with the, yes. the gang. Yes. So yes. So I feel like been a job. she must have gotten another job. Good for her. She booked. Like, they were like, "How do we get her off the show? Let's have them definitely get engaged, and then let's bring in special guest Eric Roberts to break them up at the last <laughs> minute." What um, a bunch of nonsense. I see no convincing reason why she would have had to leave the show. Mm. Okay, uh, but she's sad. She wants to go home. Yeah, you know who yeah. doesn't want to go home? <laughs> Claude and Jenny. They want to dance the night away at the Whistler Hotel <laughs> Fairmont Chateau <laughs> bar, and they want to be as gay and as sensual as they can <laughs> in a room full of strangers. Very, very, very sensual. sensual mm-hmm. together. And Max is Max doesn't want this because Max is well. He's Officer Max of the No Fun Patrol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Max doesn't think they should dance because it could make straight people uncomfortable. This Max is, is a dud. They are making Max into such a fucking dud. I know. It's sad. Him and Henry should go putter around together. Yeah, and talk they should about, go putter around. <laughs> they're like, oh, it's not enough that we're going to have a trans character. We're actually going to have the trans character represent the straight perspective. <laughs> the, the cis straight perspective. And that's how we're going to sort of subvert this whole thing we're trying to do mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Shoot ourselves in the foot on this one mm-hmm. real good. And then Jenny. Um, Jenny's like, um... Hmm. I think they should be uncomfortable. And he's like, they don't deserve that. And then fucking Jenny. Ooh, she tells Max that Max will never be able to enter these spaces really because people will look at him. They will always see him as the other. Yeah. They will realize, basically she says, you will never pass. Mm -hmm. Everyone will know you're trans and therefore get on board with the sensual queer train (laughs) because you cannot, you're on it. You can't get off it. Yeah. Um, Trains leaving the station. I, would like to say that another offensive thing about this scene, besides what Jenny said to Max, which is so mean. Mm-hmm. Also, she's looking at him like she's like doing him a big favor yes. by like yeah, she's gifting like him with this knowledge. Yeah. And it's horrifying. It is. Is that everyone on this show, even the poor people, have really expensive clothes, right? Why is Max alone the only one whose suit, his suit is un, is completely off the rack. Like his clothes, none of his clothes are, whenever he's wearing a suit, it's clearly not tailored. Not bespoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, whereas everyone else gets to wear tailored suits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. I feel like it's... I did it's text like, this to, to Drew. I was like, why don't they ever let Max tailor his suits? Nice and she was like, because he's supposed to look like he's doing a bad job of being a man. Right. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to look out of place always, even though he's been living in L.A. for however long this season yeah. has been going on. Like eight years, mm-hmm. it feels like. Yeah, I think it's eight or nine years. <laughs> the same period of time of uh, Tina's eight-year... Aberration. Marriage, Mar- yeah. marriage with to Henry. Actually, uh-huh. yeah, they're married now. Um, and then uh, Jenny and Claude go off to do a very sensual slow dance. I was uncomfortable. I was very uncomfortable <laughs> in, in my home. I was also watching w- weird about like Jenny's hair. It felt like precarious the way it was all set up with that little mm-hmm. 
one mm-hmm. tiny little bobble. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then, and, and you better believe those straight Canadian extras are watching. Oh yeah, them. they are. Oh, yeah. They all like turn They around. are serving face. <laughs> <laughs> They're like basically looking into the camera. Oh my god! Yeah. Gasp! Yeah, I wonder if the director was like, "Can you take it down a little yeah. bit?" And then we still got <laughs> that from them. Well, yeah. it's gonna. I don't know how that's gonna go over in Gay Travel Destinations magazine. Yeah, yeah she'll be writing Whistler, about this. Homophobic. She sure will. Uh, outside the hotel, Alice has her strings out <laughs> once again yarn with her and there's her and Lara talking about uh, Lara's siblings and they, we don't get to the hamster stuff but I'm sure that that, that, was, that was probably earlier yeah. yeah that was probably earlier Lara has a younger sister and three brothers that's a lot and Alice is like mm-hmm. I'm really glad that we're finally and before she can finish her sentence Lara is like actually I want to say something but we will never, never know what it find is find out Great. Okay, so we do find out. So but we, we eventually will find so out what we, she was going to tell second, her. This is the second person in the season who wanted to do other work. Mm-hmm. Lauren Lee Smith had plenty of other lesbians Lauren to play. Lee Smith. <laughs> Did she play other lesbians? Yes. Oh, good for her. But she, yes, she, so Lara reveals she needs to tell Alice something. That's cut off by old Killjoys, Tina and Henry, yeah. waddling up and saying, oh, what, can you believe all that? That wow. was so crazy. <laughs> It's crazy what happened. And then we learn that Shane's dad has absconded with a woman and $10,000 of Helena Peabody's hard-earned money. As luck would have it, Helena and her date Peggy are walking (laughs) up and overhear this at that exact right moment. And Helena says, what? No, but he told me he wanted to buy her a present. And so I handed him $10,000, I assume, in cash. I, and I assume all in one. cash did she bring on And just trip? sort of handed it to him like this. Like, you know, in Cinderella when Gus, Gus, Gus in the cheese. That's Helena with her fat stacks of cash for Shane's dad who used it to take. What did he? I wonder if he came up with what a hypothetical $10,000 gift would have right. been. He was going to yeah, get them. There's a, a cut scene, actually, of Gabriel McCutcheon in a in an Amtrak sleeper car riding the rails with the blonde with, woman with, whose name we don't with, know. Who's referred to as some floozy. Some floozy. By Alice. Yeah. Uh, and then the hammer drops because Peggy says no longer. Peggy the hammer Peabody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, beautiful daughter of mine. I'm going to cut you off now financially. Um, I can't do an impression. No, that was pretty good. And it was bad. But yeah. she wants. Because it's like, what is her accent? Also in this show. But she she wants Helena, who has such a wonderful personality, <laughs> question mark, mm-hmm. to be able to make friends based on that personality and yeah. not based on her money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she wants her fr- to have friends who love her for her. Yeah. I think Overrated. this is a terrible idea. <laughs> I was mad at Peggy. I was like, you should give her some money. No, at least just like give her an allowance. She doesn't know what she's doing. She's literally never had to like earn yeah. money or have a budget throw, in throw her, her life. Throw her like $600 a week or something. Something. Just something. something to like float her. Just give her, yeah, yeah give her a stipend. Gonna get she back a stipend. And if yeah. you're going to cut her off, don't do it in front of her pals. Oof. Yeah. So humiliating. Especially Henry. Yikes. Not Henry. Oh God, now Henry knows. It's like a dyke drama. <laughs> But then we get a happy, one happy ending. Oh, yeah. Peggy Heel turns out of cutting (laughs) Helena out of her will and gets into a car with Marilyn, the marriage commissioner. And they start making out. Immediately start kissing. Yeah. And And the window go up. (laughs) And then 
some cool graphics are superimposed over the screen. Mm. It's our good friend, <gasps> the chart. Oh, I yeah. missed you, I the chart. about this. Yeah, it's sort oh. of spiders across the screen. And it and then starts filling in uh-huh. everybody. Everyone. Yeah. Marilyn's on there. Peggy's on there. Everyone yeah. is on uh-huh. there. Uda's on there. Uda's on Uda. I Rexon. also liked, I had mentioned. Has an ex named Lexi, I, had, I think? I had mentioned earlier in the season that I was pretty sure that that Lara, Lara said she had an ex named Clayburn. And I was like, that was the person who Robin was going to marry. Yes. Yeah. Right? There can only there, be one Clayburn. And, and there they were on the chart. And that was correct? Yeah. Brilliant. Amazing. So it was a real... The world building on this show. Yeah. Season three was <laughs> like a full, complete circle. Yeah. That I will say about season three. I think that the opening things and that whole chart motif worked. I liked it. Yes. I liked all the... Yeah. I, I think it was good. They pulled it off in the end. Yeah, I, I was bra- brava. Honestly, bravo, I would have liked them to keep that up. I don't yeah. understand in this show why they don't keep stuff. You know, why every stuff for season, season to season yeah. and episode to episode, the yeah. style, tone, different mode of storytelling, completely different. Yeah. yeah, very baffling. But I liked it too. So, um, Tina and Henry go. They get, they get back to their little room. They're gossiping about Peggy and Helen and all of the crazy things these women are getting up to. And wouldn't you know it, Angelica's gone. She's been snatched She's from the crib. She's been baby napped. <laughs> She's been kidnapped by her other mother, Bet Porter. Bet but they don't border. they don't yet know how kidnapped she's been. No, they just think that <laughs> yeah, that's They true. think Bet's in her room there's across a, the there's hall. There's a note yeah. from Angus, I guess. That's like I'm assuming that the note was from Angus saying that he like put her down for a nap. Or no, he was like playing with her and then like her, her and then her mother other mother came. showed up and so I gave her to her. And Tina starts calling and leaving a message. She's like, It's not your night to be with her. But like that's not she doesn't even know what's going on. Bet is in her car with Angelica driving the fuck out of Canada. Never to be heard. And Bet has become a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Like she's in yeah. the front seat. Like, don't worry, everything don't worry. will be okay. <laughs> it's a completely We're different gonna tone. Be okay, everything's sweetie. gonna be fine. <laughs> we just need a little time, <laughs> a little Angie and Mama B time. <laughs> this is, would be the opening scene of an episode of Criminal Minds. Uh-huh. <laughs> Joni Mitchell and all. <laughs> Joni Mitchell. Yeah. What a great way to close out a season. Wait, is she? kidnapping her own child and then it just eventually fades out although that that like slow burn of her driving away and the music goes on for a very long time mm-hmm. yeah we see the chrysler logo on the car and then we see the car drive off into yeah. the night into the canadian hinterlands mm-hmm. i have a question mm-hmm. yes didn't they fly yes whose car is that a rental yeah, she couldn't check in at the airport because Tina has already put a, an alert out to the Canadian government. So she had to rent a car. Oh, she couldn't fly at, back. At the border? And she had to do it in cash so that they couldn't tra- trace yes. the credit card. And so Helena is now out another up. 10K. <laughs> but also funded yeah. the kidnapping of Angelica. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's going to go through the border and they're mm. going to be like don't you shouldn't you return this rental car before you go back into it's like no I, I, the folks at enterprise said i could return it in uh, los angeles <laughs> if anybody can convince a border agent to bend to her will it's, it's bad bad. border. that's true and they'll be like, like is this your child she's like yeah. yeah it's my fucking child i'm bet f- f- fucking porter <laughs> anyway so this season was really just building to the moment where bet kidnaps her own child after <laughs> shane uh no call no shows her own wedding well yeah. she no shows but she did call Yep. She apparently told Alice and Marilyn. Yeah, but not Carmen. But not Carmen. Conflict mm-hmm. avoidant. Yeah. That's a consistent theme. Whew, yeah. Right yeah. there with the cat's cradle. Yeah. Which what was the point of that? We never found out. Well, that's the episode. Well, it's about interconnectivity. Yeah. Of threads of yeah. yarn. That's the episode. 
Well, what a fucking smorgasbord of absolute nonsense. Ugh. I love this episode. It's so fucking weird. It's yeah. so bizarre. <laughs> I, I like it a lot more than I remembered. <laughs> I remember definitely hating it when I saw it because... Uh-huh. I was sad every, about every, yeah. Carmen. Yeah, I was so sad about Carmen because she's just so beautiful. And <laughs> Shane was being such a dick. And, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, this man shows up. Mm-hmm. You've never met him before. And in one day, he completely destroys everything, which like, of course, it was going to be destroyed mm-hmm. eventually anyway, because this was a terrible idea. But. Runs in the family, just like Julia Roberts did to Richard Gere and mm-hmm. uh, Pretty Woman. Oh, you know? oh, my God. Runaway Bride. <laughs> Runaway Bride. <gasps> oh, my God. And that's where it all. <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like to see that worked into the chart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's get that going. <laughs> you know what been funny is if in the end of the chart had a little line from Peggy to Helena. <laughs> yeah, just a, a little oh, Easter egg for yeah. the, the true fans. <laughs> this episode had everything. Mm-hmm. It really it did. It really did. It had inappropriate uh, music performance. It had a French French talking in bed about August Wilson while smoking cigarettes and their half-eaten sushi on the ground. Mm-hmm. It had Carmen's entire family in the same outfit. It had so much B-roll of Canada that it they had, purchased. Yes, it had some snow-capped mountains, some peaky Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Peaky Blinders. It had the zip line. It had snowboarding. It had skiing. It had um, Mary Gateskill novels, Mary Gates in the, novels in the middle of a snowstorm. It mm-hmm. did. It had a. It had Shane clutching a mug for dear life in mm-hmm. a diner with her father. Mm-hmm. It had Shane holding hands with her dad, skipping down a hallway. It had Jenny trying on a wedding dress for no reason. <laughs> it, you know, it, it it had Joyce Wishnia telling Bet to sleep with art students. Mm-hmm. Great idea. It had fax machines. It, it had, had voicemails. It had flip phones. Yes. So many, so many lost wires of communication. It had and so many hallways. And most mm. importantly of all, it had Pussy 101 <laughs> Lick It from Goddess and She. And again, the name of the episode, Left Hand of the Goddess. Just saying. It would have been good if she'd worked her left hand into the song into somehow. The song somehow. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if she's left-handed. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, but that should have been like fingering 101. Mm. That's fair. Well, she did an do? encore. We just didn't see it. It was cut for time. <laughs> it's cut. Yeah. Yeah, the it's encore the is that like the, the other girl takes her pants off and she, and she has her left hand there. And she's like, here's how you touch yeah. a vaginas. <laughs> It's sort of like a like a seminar at Babeland. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they did a Babeland s- seminar. That was I would have loved to have like a trip. sex educator come in and like pull out a pillow and mm-hmm. have a volunteer sit down and mm-hmm. be like, all right. And you know, Jenny would volunteer. Mm-hmm. And Max would be like, hmm. Oh, God, I forgot. It also had Jenny spelling fuck you with vegetables. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it had proton. It had proton chips. <laughs> I can't believe they were able to work in a scene with oh Max's entire company at a fancy dinner. Yeah. Um, it had Kip Porter getting pregnant. Yes. Hello, this is significant. She's oh my experiencing God. menopause, which I, I don't know the medical anything behind that, but it doesn't seem. It likely. had Peggy Peabody's ex-girlfriend. It had Peggy Peabody hitting on her own daughter. <laughs> it had Helena getting cut off financially. Hello. Uh-huh. It had two grieving ex-partners of the same person scratching each other. Scratching. <laughs> just scratching. Scrabbling. In scratching. their bras. Just bra yeah. scratching. Oh, boy. What a journey. What a journey we took oh, wow. together. I feel like I've aged so much since the beginning of this season. Mm-hmm. We yeah, have. Y'all really did it. <laughs> we you should congratulate yourselves yeah. on that. We should throw ourselves uh, a special yeah, party. Yeah, throw yourselves yeah. a party. Yeah, like uh, I'll fly back Little out. cakes, I love okay, a cake. Yeah, small cake. We cake. should invite all of our guests to a party. All Just the season three guests so we can all commiserate <laughs> about yeah. how 
Everyone's You'd be like, the rest of the show is excellent. Yeah. So only apologize to the season three guests. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the rest of the show is perfect. I think, did, didn't Gabby get a good episode? Gabby got bisexual speed dating, but she also mm. got poolside strap on sex. That's the best episode of the season. Though. Yeah. By it's far. Vampire. Pool sex. Mm-hmm. Vampire. Bisexual that's right. Yeah. No, yeah. Gabby won the lottery with that yeah, one. Yeah, I guess she did. I mean, we did basically handpick her for the bisexual yeah. speed dating episode, if right. we're being honest. So yeah. That was a gift to you, Gabby Dunn. Sure was. So is there anything about this episode that you remember that changed between your original watching? I hated it originally because I was sad about everything that was happening. And then now I love it because it is absolutely crazy. Yeah. (laughs) What a wonderful time we all. It's aged like a fine wine. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. It is. It's better. Oh, it's so much better. Much like Peggy Peabody. It only got better with age. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's nothing specific that are, I mean, whatever I hated when I first watched it is also what I hate now, which is that the song, it's, the song, <laughs> the song and yeah. the, you know, the Mac stuff is hard and yeah, it's just like, Mac I really understand how you and- think you were trying to do something you just didn't. And you could have asked anyone, <laughs> could have asked mm-hmm. anyone with that experience and been course corrected immediately and you didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a, it's a real shame. Yeah. Yeah. A shame for everyone, including Daniela C. Yeah. Talented, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, Kelly, thank you so much for being here. Thank you all for this having me. This was something we've been, we've been talking about doing for a while, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy it has happened. It was a treat. This a treat. Very special. It was a treat for us, too. What a treat. Yeah. Um, and thank you for bringing us coffee. I yeah. think you, the oh, way you handed off those cups was... Special, would you say? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I don't. If I was casting have any... for a barista. I would absolutely hire you. Thank yeah. you so much. Um, I don't actually have any barista experience. You could have fooled mm. me. <laughs> Although we didn't see you actually make a drink, so I guess no. Yeah, that's true. Do you have anything you want to plug? You want to tell people where they can find you online? Oh, sure. Cetera? Yeah, you can find me online. My Twitter and Instagram handles are both Hey KQ, like Hello um, KQ, which are my initials. Um, if you're in New York and you want to see a show, I have a monthly show that I um, do with some friends called Here and Queer at oh, UCB House gay. Kitchen. It sure is. It's like we ripped off their Ask Cat show format, but everybody is queer. So we have a like a guest come and tell nice. stories and then we do improv based off the stories. It's very fun. I have a web series called Straight Marriage that you can watch, which I made with my my now Instagram famous friend uh, whose handle is Fat Carrie Bradshaw and he will be... <laughs> Happy to know that I plugged him on a lesbian podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah. That's all from me. Awesome. Reese, where can people find you on the internet? Um, Autowin, A-U-T-O-W-I-N. Oh, thank you. That's my personal handle on mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter. Great. And if you're not following me, you should, because why not? Even if you don't want to know what I have to say, you can follow me and then mute me. And then yeah. just, I'll have more followers. And oh, the more followers funny. I have, the better I feel about myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, help so. Reese's self-esteem. It's mm-hmm. fragile. Another way to help myself. It is <laughs> another way. <laughs> it really is another way to help my self-esteem. Um, and also, um, wait, I don't know if this is still true, but I read that like the only, you can only do LinkedIn profile on Instagram if you have at least 10,000 followers oh, or like the swipe up thing. Rather, swipe I think up. In, you have to either be verified, uh, verified or have 10,000. Right. So we would really like to be able to do Instagram stories that you can oh, swipe yeah. up on. Oh so, yeah. Follow so if you're Instagram. not following us on Instagram, it's to Ellen back. We need like 5,000 more followers. Okay. We are also have a Twitter. Same handle. Yeah. To Ellen back. We're not so worried about the Twitter, but we're more concerned about the Instagram. Yeah, We, we really want to get more followers. Enabled. Again, if you don't really want to follow us, just follow us and mute us. Yeah. You yeah. can hide 
everything. Yeah, but just follow us, please. Gotta get those it's a great, numbers It's a great up. Instagram. It's, it's a fun and little it's Instagram. it's not overused. You don't, you know. That's no. true. We really don't it's go It's not crazy one where I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right. There's plenty of We those. post I've once a week. We do a few stories. Yeah. You might see a special story that we recorded this very day. Oh, yeah. It's very good. <laughs> so you might <laughs> oh not want to mute us. <laughs> yeah. I also have a website called Autostraddle. They have plenty of followers. Yeah. They don't need They're doing but, all right. But you should follow Autostraddle anyway because it's gay. Um, Autostraddle on Twitter and Instagram. And what's the other thing? Me. Carly. Carly Tron on everything. We have a hotline. It's 971-217-6130. Call us. Leave a message. Maybe you'll hear it at the end of the season on our wrap-up episode. You can email us to ellenbackcast at gmail.com if you have anything to say. Or you could not. You could just keep it to yourself. We also have a store. store Store.autostraddle.com. You can get all kinds of cool merchandise, including to Ellen Back stickers and to Ellen Back shirts and Bet Porter for Mayor shirts. You can get all that at sort.autostraddle.com. Also, Autostraddle has a paid membership program called A Plus that you can join on our website. It's under the Support Us um, drop down, and that helps ensure that Autostraddle will exist past the month of April. And Excellent. also, this podcast. <laughs> Our theme song is by B. Steadwell. Our logo is by Kara Sykes. And the production and editing of this show is done by Lauren Karen Klein. And now the L words. One, two, three. Let well, Lauren Lee Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Lauren multiple Lee. L words. I, you, you get extra points for that. Lauren Lee. What was, what was yours? I said lemons because I'm in Los Angeles and it's been nice to see lemon trees every time I we look outside a, lot of a window. Trees. Not at all related to the episode. I said let down, which was related to the episode. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Oh, you know what one of us should have said? What? Lick it. Fuck. One, two, three. Lick, Lick it. it. <laughs> Thanks there for listening. Bye. Bye. Uh, a perfect end. Laughing, moving, fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way. It's the way.